why are you running why are you running? all right and we are live boys hold on give me a second let me pull it up on youtube y'all can introduce yourselves hold on i'm pulling up on youtube we're live guys all right bet what's going on guys what's up y'all All right, I'll jump into it. Welcome back. <laughs> hey, hold on. I can edit this out in audio. Easy. Don't edit it out, man. We keeping this organic, man. What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? All right, hey, before you're on podcast, you, know, you got your boy, the boy Ooch here, one of the star, one of the stars of the show. We got my man Romeo. You ran on the, on the bottom of my screen, at least. What's How y'all good? doing? You know how it is, man. Another week we out here, you know, middle of the pandemic, but we keeping it easy, man. We gonna we gonna let it ride. Feel it. Hey, this your boy, you right. You know, we out here getting it every day, every week. It's episode one. Let's make it happen. Hmm. All right, y'all. All right, y'all. Yeah. And like uh like Romeo was talking last episode, man. Uh in the trailer, we already got something good for y'all for that first episode. Romeo, you go ahead and lead off on that, bro. That's it, that's it. So what, 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 before we jump into the, the episode, what's going on? What's new with y'all? What's going on with y'all, man? How was y'all week? We out here as a community. We got to check on each other. What's going on? Man, you know, you know you're just, just stuck in there, bro. Come on. Mm-hmm. Same, same old. Same trying, old. Get through, trying, trying to get through this pandemic like the rest of us, man. But you got to keep your head up. You know, trying to stay healthy. That's true. Nah, I mean, on my, on my end, I had to secure that bag. So I got the little certification, you know. Okay. So yeah, congrats, congrats. yeah, congrats, my man. You right, man. He got uh, what what, what was uh, can, was it uh, was security, IT security plus for uh, cyber security? Oh, cyber security. Yeah. yeah, good work, bro. That's what's up. We were waiting on that, bro. Yeah, <laughs> we were waiting for that. Yeah. All right, big yeah. big ups. What's 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 you trying to do with the security plus? What's the next step? What's the next move? Uh, get an entry level job, cyber security, and then hopefully, you know, get a nice little check, check, right. That's what we waiting for. That's what we hustling for. So Me and myself, like, like, you know, as we've been saying, it's another week. Uh, call center is always interesting. I always get calls about hundred different things. But I'll even tell you, one of the calls I got today was heavy, where it was the sense where um, this woman was out here doing everything, trying to buy love, honestly buy love, like through any means necessary. And it's, you know, she's she's a young one. I'm not gonna put too much of her information out there, but it was definitely somewhere like it. it reminded me that no matter what you do you cannot buy love and no matter how, how much you yearn for it how much you you want it if that person don't respect you they ain't there for you no no amount of money no amount of dollar signs gonna do it for you but yeah, yeah. but with that um let's go ahead to episode one the <sighs> title here is what's the move what's the move what's the move i know i I feel like i feel like y'all like this one too for sure man because this one is truly organic this one hits home we've all been there man we're all at that point where in time in our lives where hey after school whether it's after school after work what's the Mm. move you know and it's us man it it plays on it plays on real well because i just feel like it's very relatable to everybody boys and girls no, nah, for sure. And it's like, it's one of those things where it looks different as you get older, right? Is it, what's, what you thought was a move when you're 17, 18, all of that. And what you think is a move now, now that, you know, I'm 24, y'all are 25, it's crazy. So perspective, perspective change throughout the course of our life. You know, especially when young, we want to hit the Ibiza nightclub. 
It being Everybody Zen. was going there. Nah, <laughs> nah, you, you got to explain that real quick, real quick. What's the Ibiza nightclub? Because that joint's yeah, like, that, that's a DC, a, a DC exclusive, bro. Yeah, DC. That's DC ratchets at Ibiza nightclub. Everybody know that. Yeah, our our Ibiza man, they shut that oh joint down. They put it down like twenty, was it like two thousand nineteen. No, not two thousand sixteen, seventeen. I'm like that. Something like that. That was yeah. one of the few DC clubs that you only had to be 18. 18 right, to is go in, yeah. So yeah. coming out of high school, that was always the first move where it's like if you want your first experience, you go down to a visa. You go under the bridges before you get there, and then uh, you post up in line, and it's just like a whole new world once you get inside, right, once you actually get to a club for the first time. But they were wilding, you know, 18. Doesn't mean they weren't drinking. They were still drinking in there. Right. You yeah. know, got caught up. Because they drinking that joint, and they finally got shut down. But bro, yeah. like, man, I'm I, I low key. I'm not gonna say. I mean, we. All, I, I don't want to say I missed the experiences, but it, it really, it was really such a time because I feel like at that time we were more connected as just. I guess not more connected. We just had more time with each other in terms of the sense. Not, in terms of the sense, was like we just all hung out, uh, linked up. You know, back in the day, uh, my man Uri had was the only one with the whip. Romeo had the whip too. Matter of fact, my. But not all shout outs to you, right? He he was the first one out here with a whip, literally picking us up one by one. And picking us up one by one in a in a was it like a two-door Honda Civic? Like it we, we squeeze our yeah. asses back to get to that. Yeah, we were squeezing that little car like Right. But, but yeah, now, man. Shout outs to you, bro. And then I remember like I'm not sure if something happened to your car, or what happened, but um, I started picking up people in my father's car. Right. Yeah. I was picking up people from my father's car to, to go on moves. You know, uh, we're not going to make that too hot. My dad didn't know, but we would <laughs> pick up each one of us. And that shit was long as hell. I would, I would leave the house at six, pick up everyone by like eight, and we wouldn't get there till like nine. And then I wouldn't Man, be. He sized that giant heavy. It depends on the time because if, if y'all live in, if y'all live in Maryland, y'all already know that the, 495 driving up and down 495, especially around six o'clock, five, six o'clock. It's just it's backed up. So you mm -hmm. I Romeo right. I, I'm just dude, I'm just giving him a hard time. But no, nah, it's all good. But no, but yeah, but just thinking the idea, right? What did a move look like to you, you Ray? What did a move look like right out of high school, 1821? Can't really get into a club just yet. But you you Saturday night, it's Friday night. What you want to do? Um mm. uh, I mean, to you like yeah, it? Like, I think. Oh, remember we used Yik Yak. I mean, we we use Yik Yak and um Yik Yak. I don't know if y'all remember. If y'all too old, if y'all too young for Yik Yak, but Yik Yak was one of them apps where we was just using, typing yeah. in ignorance like, "Yo, what's the move?" We used Yik Yak back in. Uh, we used it in um, we used it in Virginia Beach. I know we used it in Virginia Beach. I know we used it in Miami. But this right. was like, y'all. This was like 2014, 2015. That's when right. Yik Yak was like popping. You got when I was in high school. You got ain't it ain't a thing no more. Yeah, well, I, I know we use the Yak and uh, Twitter a lot to kind of try Twitter, to find moves yeah, because, yeah, because you know, like when you get older, past twenty one, you can just easily Google something. Okay, a bar, a lounge, but you know, when you're eighteen, it's like you got like post up outside downtown Soul Spring and, mm. and grab some juice and it was it was, it was friend. Something so simplistic like that. It was definitely word of mouth too. Like yeah. you have to know, well, like, yeah. and a lot of people, like I'll be honest with you, like um, my girl, especially, she used to um, back when she wasn't even my girl, she used to uh, 
she used to kind of just text me a move every now and then, but people are just more inclined like, yo, like, what you doing today? Like, yo, right. come, to this, come to this event, whatever the case is. And it's like, yo, you bumming it because you ain't got no ride, but you're going to hit up your boy and be like, yo, like, here's the move. Here, here's the address. Y'all y'all free? Everybody free? Everybody link up? As Romeo said, uh, you scoop one person at a time. That was used, mm-hmm. that was the thing. And and to my knowledge, guys, I don't know if you remember, I'm thinking back then, there was no Uber, there was no Lyft, so I really couldn't, I can't, I'm not, I, like, it wasn't like that when I was, when we were in high school, bro. There was no, no I mean, Uber. In we high school, no. Uber and Lyft. I can't think of one head taking no. Uber and Lyft. Not, because yeah, we, our, we graduated in 2013. I don't think Uber and Lyft became really pop into, like, 2016. Or 2016, something. and when I was, bro, definitely when I was, like, my early, I would say mid to early years of college, that's when... Yeah. Uber and Lyft really started taking off. So 2015, 2016. When we was in Miami, I don't think we took a Lyft, did we? Or we did. I remember. I, there's a story anyway. It's so vivid. Yeah. I had to take somebody home in a Lyft. So I remember completely. That was a Lyft? But it, but it wasn't. Bro, it, but it couldn't have been what it is today. Oh, no, no, no. Of course not. Okay. But no, I remember even yeah. um, leaving to uh, one hotel to get to Mango's. I'm not going to oh, go into that right now. We took a Right. We took a Lyft in that joint too. But yeah, now I mean, but yeah, th- like you're saying, it was a bunch of house parties, right? And it's like it became something in in which if you knew people, if you were a social person, if you had a good circle around you, it wasn't hard to find a move. You know, somebody would either reach out to you or you reach out to somebody. What's good? What are we doing? And it was easy to find something to do. But um, if you were hey. If you were you were someone kind of stuck to yourself, maybe like a bookworm or something like that, um, and maybe you didn't want to go out, maybe you weren't you know trying to make moves. But if you were someone who was shy a little bit and didn't really interact with people like that, it was hard for you to actually go out, right? It was hard for you to actually you know find something to do because if you're not talking to anybody, they're not letting you know, right? And then now we can jump into how even if there is a move, something's on the table. How does that move pan out? What does it actually oh, look like? Oh it's, my god. Like, you know, <laughs> you hear some shit going down on Friday night on Wednesday, mm-hmm. right? So you you mentally preparing yourself, your heart, you working hard, whether you're school at work all week, and then now you get off of work on Friday, you you going home, you fresh J's, you 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 ready to go out. What how did that look like? How do they usually pan out? Bruh, I, I remember I remember these these days vividly, bro. It'll be like I'll find out about the move Wednesday. Using Romeo example, I'll find out about the move on Wednesday. On Thursday, bro, I'm looking at my bank account like, yo, like I gotta get some clothes. I'm about, yeah, I'm, I'm with the fellas. We go to H and M. We go to uh, we and we go to uh, the mall. We in mall, whatever the case is. We just buying some clothes, buying some new jeans. Romeo said, I already got, I already cleaned my kicks. Make sure I got some nice whites on me. This is back when, trying to think back, 2015, 2016. I don't know. I, I usually always had a nice pair of whites. Whether I don't, I never had any Air Forces. I was probably wearing um, I didn't have any Air Forces at the time. But I had some clean shoes, bro. But I prepared the whole outfit. I try to get everybody ready. Day Friday comes. I we we probably usually those Fridays, guys. We usually found about an, we found out about another three to four moves at that day. Right. So now it's just like exactly. bing, 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 bing. We gonna go here first. We gonna be here for an hour. Then if this joint's not pop, we mm. gonna go over here. And if this joint's not pop, we gonna go over here. But to Romeo's example, bro. I remember vividly we, there was one night and it was like four moves fight after fight after fight and then our last joint gets shut down mm. well they all got shut down but there was always somebody fighting there's a lot of fighting mm. i know you remember that joint by the boulevard that uh, fight fight broke out as soon as we got there fight broke out people was running down uh, yo like you just got not, it's funny how you mentioned that because um and you right want your perspective on this too 
it's like rolling a dice basically you're rolling dice you're taking your chances you're leaving your house and it's like you're going out there to relax to take your mind off of things you know even if you want to meet up uh with a woman you want to meet up with a woman you try for ladies same thing try to meet up try to meet up with a guy but uh it's one of those things where you have the sense of anticipation you don't want to be pressed over it but of course you like to go you know spend time with your people and like like you said there were times where i remember where uh, we would all be looking nice, ending up just spending the rest of the night at a park type shit. Cause yeah, because all the moves failed, bro. But what about I mean, you, you right? You, any experiences like that? Um, I mean, you know, like like to Uche's point, I mean, we definitely had like multiple moves. Some of them was as far as Durwood, Maryland, or Annapolis. Mm. So <laughs> tell me about tell me about Annapolis, bro. I don't remember that. We was going to Annapolis, bro. What we was, was out there? Yeah, nah, bro. No we I remember this one. I, I remember this one function was in Annapolis, bro. And you already know we all live far away from Annapolis, so that was a nice yeah. little hike. Bro. Yes, I mean, so I mean, I think just going back to like what's the move, and when you're younger, it's like I mean, it's you wanted to be like seen, you want to be a part of like you know those clicks and be a mm-hmm. part of like the social atmosphere, you know if. If guys were single, you know, they wanted to, you know, find some girls, of course. So I, I think, think we're all, I think we're all single at that time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean on the earlier days, yeah, we're all single at that time. Right. Right. So I mean, as you grow older, you know, the moves change. And I think a lot of it has to deal with that. Cause you everybody trying to link up, you know what I'm saying? And this, that, and the third. So mm-hmm. what about yourself, Romeo? I mean, yeah, there's definitely times where I remember where, um, for instance, there was this move in Tanglewood. I don't know if y'all remember what Tanglewood is, but it's um, yeah, by uh, Coesville. It's like on the way to Brick Shaney. Anyway, I, once I start talking about the story, y'all remember. We get there and we're trying to celebrate somebody's birthday, right? Uh, and then for some reason, it was one of them parties and house parties where you kind of feel like this joint's not going to end well because it's. <laughs> There's too many people in this one house. You open the basement, that, that heat wave, just yo. your face. you're like, yo, what did I get myself into? You, you get downstairs, there's a DJ in the back. Everybody, you know, is, is around like, around our age, right? 19, 20, whatever. The reason why you go into a house party is like what you already said earlier. You think anybody after the age of 21 is going to a house party? Like at least the ones that we went to? Right, you. I mean, there's some people out there who bro, make personal choices, but I'm saying, like, I'll be honest with you, bro. bro. There were some people out there that are a lot older. Than, I wouldn't say a lot older than yeah. that. There are some people in there, like 21, yeah. 23 at those parties, bro. Bro, I don't know why. I'm saying I don't know why. I, I'm not disagreeing with you, but bro, I'm saying, like, like come well, on, we know bro. why. I, you know why, why, bro. You know why. We know, we know, Romeo. You know, we know guys like that now. Who are right. 25, 26, still preying on the, the 21 year old girl. So look at that's this. True. Thing I'm not I'm not disagreeing with you, but I'm I'm saying it doesn't make sense. That's all I'm saying. Bruh, like if all you can pull is someone younger than you by that extent, I'm not saying like you know, a couple of years. If you have to go to an 18-year-old party and you are a 25-year-old man, and because nobody around your age is giving you any plate, that's red flags everywhere. That's mm-hmm. we like, that's yeah. why anyway. But back to that story. Um, 
it ends up the cops end up pulling up, of course, and then they start breathalyzing everybody there because I'm, I'm, I now it came back to me. I know it's when we're at talking. Son, about. <laughs> right, that was back in the day. I didn't drink at all, so I was down there just you know. Yeah, I had I was like nine out eighteen at this time. Eighteen. Right, exactly. So I'm out there, you know, I'm, I'm having my good time, whatever, whatever. The cops literally pull in the inside the basement. Right. So there was like you, you can escape from the basement or you can escape from the front door. And they knew that shit, too. Either so, way, you getting caught. Right. So people, they, were, people were jumping out the window. Uh, the, the, the they store, were right? upstairs in the window. I remember the balcony. They were people going out through the garage too. the Bruh. garage window. But it's like once you open like the, the back door in the basement, the police was just right there waiting for you. So <laughs> like everyone's rushing upstairs because the police are entering through the basement. And then <laughs> they were waiting for us upstairs too. So as soon as you open the door, the man's out there asking to breathalyze you before you can move on, right? And now looking back, I don't think they penalize like I'm I don't think they penalize anybody who's like 19 that they drink mm-hmm. like. What's the what's the penalty for that? I'm sure there is, but it's not that deep. Like yeah, small, little, small little misdemeanor ain't nothing. Not nothing. Yeah, that's such a common thing. I mean, yeah, it's such a common thing. They, so right. They're not gonna do it to everybody, man. Just go mm-hmm. home, bro. Right. right. Like drive, yeah, oh, you yeah. drive, just go, just go home. Right. Exactly. Yeah. So I breathalyzed myself first, zero point zero zero. I'm moving on, waiting for my people to come out. But that's just an example of you go to this move, you kind of like reserve your whole night for it, but you don't know how it's going to pan out. And it's like mm-hmm. that joint, it ended not like mad early. It ended a little towards like midnight. Midnight-ish, yeah. Like, All right, and what do we do now? Shit. Like we, we kind of like spent our whole night trying to get into this thing. So right. it was a lot of instances like that. But Uche, like what else would you do for fun? Right. We talking about house parties, but what else would you, did you feel like you, you had experience at that age? Honestly, at that point in time, I feel like those are probably some of my, I would say around that period, probably from like eight, I want to use the time of everybody. So, cause I, I used to go to house parties a lot. I'll say they really started for me, maybe like early high school. Like, so I'm 14 years old, but I wasn't going to them like OC crazy back when I was, when I was 14 through like 16, 17, I wasn't going to any too many OC joints. I was going to a few. They really started from like 18 to like 22. So let's just say 1822. That was like the the years where I was really going out with the fellas night after night. If if we're going on a move, we're going to a house party, whatever the case is, we're going, we all gonna link up, like I said, just down the third. But if it falls through, we're usually chilling at, as Romeo said, we're chilling at a park, going to somebody's career, playing uh playing the Smash Brothers, long, long interventions, long talks, you know, those type of things. I feel like those were some of the most the best nights because those nights. You really gotta appreciate them because it's like honestly, like when you get older, it's just so much more harder to do those type of things. It really, right. it really is. And you don't even realize it. It's just a lot harder. Like my, my guys know right now, even during COVID, although COVID probably plays a, a part in it, but on a regular night, let's say COVID wasn't existing, we wouldn't be hanging out with each other like that, like that. You know, we you know we just won't because everybody, you know, has jobs and schedules different, it's down the third. So to get back on 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 track with that, honestly, I feel like it was just a lot more bonding with the fellas, you know, in any other mm. in any other type of way outside of the party. Right. And I mean, you know, and that 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 period between 18 to 22 is very crucial in terms of like building your bond with your fellas. And cause that stuff kind of turns into like business relationships and, and things of other sort, because you guys kind of create that camaraderie, you know, throughout your your early years growing up. So all those conversations and having it's like it's very important just to build that trust and that loyalty with one another mm-hmm. yeah 
Yeah, for sure. And it like like Uche, you said it so well. Where it's like when I'm thinking of what did I not do when or when not what did I do when I wasn't going to house parties, right? What did I do when you know it didn't really look like a move was gonna pop off? It would just be linking and and getting to know each other. But like I, in those moments, I know a lot of us felt like we were wasting time. Right? We felt like, man, we ain't doing nothing. Let's do something. Let's do something. You're so eager to so eager to do something. Right. Yeah. I, like, I like how you brought that up. A lot. And, I, yeah, you, you're definitely right. Right. And just to finish my point real quick. But um, once you don't recognize that that, that time, that com- camaraderie that you Ray brought up, it is well invested, right? You're building those bonds. You're building those relationships. I remember um, one time we were just hanging out uh if y'all remember that school across from Dowda, we were just hanging out in that parking lot and then you know the cops the cops pulled up right yeah they, 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 i remember i remember they were, they, they were on some uh racist black people trip, but it was just literally we were just chilling that, that, we just, that area and blacks you know typical for us. that's it can't even can't even hang out anywhere but yeah we were literally just chilling and talking and i remember um one of the conversations was like man i wish we were doing xyz but looking back like it, it's especially where you said Uche, where that time is not present now, where we had so much of it back then that, you know, it was well invested because we have these bonds now that we don't have to worry about. Right. And, that, and that's another note that, uh, that's another note that you, you made me think about too, because honestly, I personally, for when I know my guys can agree, I personally, for one that really cherish those moments in the sense where I look back on it now and it's like, yeah, like the friendships, the bonds that I do have with these guys alone, are irreplaceable you know what i'm saying because i've kind of experienced that period of my life because i've experienced that period of my life where it's like i've seen them at their best i've seen them at their worst i've seen the ups and downs and i just know that you know they're very loyal i know that they're very faithful you i feel like you learn that best when you see you you see that and throughout the time of i guess back to the, the time from let's just use 18 to 22. you see that a lot from like leaving high school to college and still maintaining the same type of friends and then post-college still maintaining the same type of friends so it's like yo if you can survive those three stages with friendship and bonds and things i feel like those people are very like organic and very important you know you can't just certain people i think certain people in, in life you can't just throw away like some people certain people are there for a period of time in your life to just to teach you something but some people are there forever and i think they're just there for a very particular reason like yo like these people are very like god yeah. i'll just say very god right. yeah and i think you brought up a valid point uche because it's like i have some people that i kind of distance myself away from because they're still caught up in their 18 to 22 mindset of going out and drinking and i'm i'm not with that anymore like mm-hmm. i mean every now and then of course but not as frequent as not as, as frequent as, yeah yeah so I think between you know at least six star right and our our, our, group, our six group of friends we have been able to kind of elevate with it i mean some of us probably kind of still I mean, yeah with, i mean some, some of us have some things <laughs> yeah. yeah granted yeah we're all a work in progress but I'm, yeah. I'm, some people need more work than others some i agree need a little bit more work and, and that's understand understood but that goes and, and i'm I'm not trying to call anybody out either, but that goes into the same topic about what's the move because it also goes to that same mentality of just how I feel like us three kind of all grew up. Like if I if I'm saying, for example, us three, we we're probably the most free, right? We didn't have as many restrictions. We could go out this down the third. I had a friend named one of our, our guys named Albert, for example, six star. Mm-hmm. 
Albert, to my knowledge, back in high school, he couldn't really go out like that. Even back in early college, he couldn't really go out like that. He wasn't even at a lot of the functions that we're talking about right now during this conversation. So in the terms of growth and I guess how people progress, not, not using Albert as a true example, but some people, they have that period in time, as Rio said, where it's like you kind of had at this moment, let's say your party phase was 18 to six, 16 to 18. You're doing it all the time. You're doing it all the time. Then 19 years old, you're like, yo, like, I'm tired of this. I've, I've done all that. You know what I'm saying? Right. Some people get it. Some people realize that earlier in their life. Some people realize that later in life. Yeah. And I think that's key that you brought that up, too, because it's one of those things where, like, um, how have your experiences shaped your perspective? Right. How mm-hmm. has your time as a teenager, that restrictions that you got placed on yourself, change your idea of what fun looks like and, and how eager you are to actually go to these moves that we're talking about. Yeah. And the moves I'm talking about in particular, the ones where you're like, you're going to parties, you're going to the club, whatever, whatever. And that ties into how restrictive your household was. You said we we're all free. That's very yeah. true. Yeah, go, hey, yeah, Romeo, go into that a little bit. So it's like, I, I will just say for like the African household, right? I'm not gonna speak on anything else I don't know about, but the African household for sure put more restrictions on women than men, right, already. Meaning that a lot of women, once they get into college, that freshman year, and some men too, oh, that year, they move into college their freshman year, and a lot of them end up, and people in general, I'm not just going to single out yeah, women, but yeah, like. Not just, not just girls, I've seen some guys saying bubble. Albert, I, like, again, Albert, you know, kind of the same way. For sure, and especially if you get to live off camp, on campus, you get to live away from that restrictive lifestyle and decide for yourself. If you were given no freedoms, within high school, you won't go buck wild. I don't care who you are, man, whatever, you gonna buck wild freshman year because now all those restraints are free. You were never given that flexibility, that chance to know what it's like to be free, right? To not have to worry about when you gotta come home, no curfew in place. You don't have to worry about, you know, whether or not, you know, your parents are gonna be at your neck for not doing something before you left. You get to leave on your own time. You get to come back on your own time. You get to do what you wanna do. Right. But without that, you know, guidance and and ability for freedom, that little playground, because what parents could do is give them some space where they can learn that type of shit. So once, you know, you get into your freshman year, you don't dive into it. You know exactly what your limits are. A lot of people freshman year, they don't know what their limits are because they've been so limited. They didn't get a chance to explore. A lot of life is is testing out your your boundaries. A lot of life is testing out what you can handle, what you can't handle. And if you just shut that shit down until someone goes out, like you're trying to hold a a bird in your hand and and then suddenly you open that shit out, it's going to be fucking flying everywhere. I don't want to damn house. Think about what to do next. This is going to be so influenced by a lot of that, you know, stimulus or, or a lot mm-hmm. of action going on around them. And uh, it's it's key to say, because a lot of people end up doing things they regret. A lot of people end up doing yeah. things that they, mm-hmm. they never thought they would do because they jump into their freshman year, they sophomore year, and then, you know, they go back wild. And it's not through any fault of their own. I'm not blaming these people. It's like, again, it's your experience. You, you've been locked down your entire life. Of course, once you get a little bit of freedom, you run it. Right. You're not going to take the time to think about shit. You run it. So, yeah, I think it's it's one of those things where I, I think we're blessed in a way to have such freedom so we can test our boundaries out. We know how what our limits are. We know how much we're going to drink. We know how much we're going to smoke before uh, we're put in that environment where we're given too much at, all at once. So, mm-hmm. yeah, that's your perspective on it. You yeah, for what, sure. You Ray, you Ray, what, what would you say? Like so, as he was talking, I was thinking about like how do you think the, the person that say in India or 
say in Africa, who's more, you know, enclosing in that type of uh, like safe environment, you can't go nowhere type of thing. Do you think if those other people, those other kids in these other nations that had the opportunity, like in America, would they still be making moves to to the nature of what we're doing? Or is I it just an American thing? I, I'm trying to understand your question a little bit better. So you're essentially saying people of other cultures and other uh, nationalities, if they were to pretty much come to okay. the United States, would they uh, kind of adopt that type of lifestyle, that type of mentality? Well, I mean, like, because they he, do. <laughs> Romeo was mentioning, though, like about how the importance of, you know, spreading your wings and, you know, touching up on different things in life. Mm -hmm. So maybe even, even if that person had grown up in, in his, his narrative over there in like India, per se, and they they got to uh, 18, 19, and then their family started letting them go out. Do you think that person would do the same types of going out and partying, or is that just like an American American thing? I I think they would because in a sense, I feel like even Inks, I'm gonna speak. I'm gonna speak from a guy's perspective, more so, more so. So mm -hmm. if you think about a guy's perspective, bro, at a certain time and at a certain age, when we feel like we all like, I feel like it's after usually the age of 16. That's when we feel like we know everything. That's when we feel like you are untouchable. We know it all this down the third. And at that age, if you notice at that age, that's usually when guys for sure, I can tell speak for myself. That's when guys start being a little bit more rebellious, trying to explore a little bit, a little bit more curious about things. You know what I'm saying? Right. So we kind of, we kind of go against the grain and do that, that type of stuff anyway. So if a parent was what I feel like at 18 years old, whether you're an Indian, uh, African, Hispanic, whatever the case is, if your parents were very restrictive, up until the age of 18 and then the moment they're 18 they're like yo go do what you want i feel like you're still gonna have that idea of let me try this out so, right we see it over a lot of we see it on a lot of 18 year olds naturally whether they're right. whether, they, whether they weren't rebellious whether they were protected we see that anyway so i don't think it will change whether in in terms of even in the states or out of the states yeah going off of uche's point i think the disclaimer is like no matter what culture like it's still a, a patriarchic world right so like of course the men are always going to be given more freedom than the, the woman household period right mm -hmm. and the example i brought is more like because if they're actually in that household when their parents are there they can still be under that parents protection right they can still be a, a playground where you're being supervised and you know if anything happens to you, your parents can come check on you and they can send someone after you if, if, if things are going down and a lot of those communities they're not letting you go by yourself they they tell you got to bring your cousin with you who's a little older no been around knows what's going on stuff like that stuff like that right but in this environment i'm talking about in the american environment where you leave your house and you go into a new environment where you don't know anyone right and we sometimes talk, you might we're talking, we're talking college you're talking college right okay you move from your house to a, a college campus you don't know anyone even if you do know know them it's going to be a question or not whether you trust them enough to to spend time with them and now you're into that new environment trying to figure out things by yourself i think that's a little right. different from, um being under your 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 parents okay. wing yeah Right, still being on your parents' wing, and they're giving you a little bit more space to room. If anything, that needs to happen, in my perspective, right? Where you, they can at least, um, if you go out and you drink too much, your parents are still there to be able to be like, "Yo, now you know not to do that," right? You think but, so? I mean, if that's what the parent, if that's what the household, if those parents are understanding, it depends on the parents, because a lot of parents don't even want to even think about that. A lot of parents don't want to address it. None of that. Like, okay, I'm talking. Okay, I, mean, I, see, more I, see, I see what you're saying. Can right. I, so, can I, uh, go. I'll let yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. I mean, all I was about to say is just 
basically with um putting a new person in an environment especially in an environment that's dangerous for them as as it is for women right the college campus is dangerous for them uh if to have them with basically no test and no idea of what their boundaries are what their limits are and then they go figure out by themselves around basically a campus full of strangers is going to lead to a lot of unfortunate events i'm going to be real with it. it's going to be something where a lot of that could have been avoided they just uh their parents was a little bit more lenient right even in a man's perspective just to finish that point real quick as well like again they out here um probably doing shit that they would have never done if they had just had a real conversation right with their parents of what it looks like to be 18 19 and a lot of these parents are doing the same thing which gets me every time a lot of these parents were out looking for moves too when they were 20 21 22 and, right? and, were, and we i feel like we fail to realize that too you don't think about your parents going to the that, yeah, like, right but they while in the fuck out you know bruh, you don't want to think about that that's you the thing. You know, i don't want to think about that yo like it's i really don't you know because I don't want. I don't want to talk about. No, it. I don't want to think of like. I'm as yeah. crazy as sounds. I don't want to see my mom. You know, slaying and. Man, think about think about my mom getting cracked point. behind a uh, behind a barn. I don't, don't want to think about none of that. You know, y'all you yeah. don't taking it to an extent. Nah, we don't talk <laughs> about it. Why no, is that the first thing y'all want to get? Think about it. This is the first time in in our generation where. You can literally go back and see what your mother was doing at 21, 25 in the Instagram archive. You can literally just scroll up real quick. Bro, That's crazy. everything I love, bro, you is absolutely right, bro. We really literally live in a time where potentially you can probably find out what your mama was doing, bro, and your dad. Bruh. Five or ten years because they haven't. Imagine if, you, if, your, if your mama had you in the year 2000, bro. Had you in the year two thousand? At you are now twenty years old. Your mama could have been doing some things in the year two thousand, bro. And depending how old your mama was, depending how old your mama was, but I get you, right? Because yeah. if your your mama had you at like thirty, I think you're fine. But if your mama had you at like twenty one, nah, bro, even thirty. What? Come on, bro, right. Roman. They have records of things back. They have they have records of things back in the nineties, man. They, we oh, do have use it. Well, that's true. That's true. I'm not. I'm not gonna Come on, bro. Head, we but. we still see uh, uh Michael Jackson's "Remember the Time" and all that. Uh, all the other stuff. Uh, but what you gonna do? Crack out the VHS? Blow, dust that I'm, joint I'm, off? I'm, I'm, you... just saying, I'm just saying, bro. And I know you know I'm not capping. There's a lot of homemade stuff in the mm. archives of some of these people's houses. I mean, I think Facebook I mean, was around '05, so. Facebook was around '05. Yeah, I mean that wasn't that long ago, bro. Come on now. Yeah. But yeah, it's but um, you right. So. Speaking about that, speaking of how your experience influences what you think what is fun, what's not fun, and what what you're able not and not able to do, right? Is there anything that you would try to recommend to these young bucks coming up, right? What what does I mean, it look like? No. I have a host of. I mean, Uche knows. You know, I have a host of stories that I can say <laughs> on what not to do. And that's why it's <laughs> like that's why this podcast is so important because it's like although we advocate to you know, explore yourself and live free and all this stuff. There's a lot of things I could take back that I wish I didn't because now it's hurting me right now. Hence yeah. the two DUIs I have because like drinking all the time for fun led to that becoming a vice for problems that I had when, you know, 24, 25, a little after 22. It was fun right. at 21, but now when I was going through like, say, depression or anxiety, that became a, an, an, uh, a way of, of 
being um or being good, I guess you could say. So, you know, it's just it's very important that you learn from the OGs 25, 24, because you can relate to them a little bit closer. And I yeah. think just try to be smart and everything you do. It's okay to have fun, but I think just be moderate. You, you brought brought up the example about uh, a lady, you know, drinking too much and she not having to be able to go to her parents if she got, you know, wasted. So there's a lot of people that would take advantage of the situation. So I I want to say something on that before we went to the next uh the, I guess the next segment because Romeo when you did say that it actually made me think because there's that perspective that I feel like we're kind of ignoring now take it with us with us three we all had that free more that I would say that more of that free minded experience I would say the better experience of the, of the two because we weren't really as watched we weren't really as protected and we're guys so we kind of were meant to go out there and figure it out anyway i'll be honest mm -hmm. with you right now my mom uh she never really had that talk with me about you know not to get girls pregnant not to drink this down at there now granted to this very day my mom doesn't even like me drinking wine but mm. it's just like it's just like one of those things where it's like i'm 25 now i never really had that talk with you when i went to college obviously i was drinking obviously i was doing xyz in the third but right. I did in ways where it's like, okay, some days I probably you know went a little overboard, but I made sure my boys were with me. That's, yeah. that's one thing I, I knew just off of off of, of off like just the dumb. I was like, yo, if I'm ever gonna get like really wasted, if I'm ever gonna like drink a lot, I gotta be around some guys that I know I can trust. Hence you guys. I only I only drink like that around y'all. I don't do that around no right. other people, this down the third. Now, granted, if we're going off that same script with the person who I guess didn't have that same experience, let's say they were sheltered their whole yeah. lives. And now it's like they're now figuring it out. Like, hey, like, let me go, buck wild, because we all we all went to college. We all seen that one girl who, you know, drink, like, uh, drink way it, past the limit. Would get her, yeah, and nobody, nobody would, come would check on her. Nobody, nobody. Would, like, yo, you, you, she came in by herself. I really don't know what to do with her. You know what I'm saying? Right. And this day, guys, and I'm not even trying to be say it, say it, but you guys know it's true. It's very hard in today's day and age to really check on people in certain instances because. You don't necessarily want the wrong image getting played on you if something was to happen. Right. I understand that. Let me let me before you continue on that, let me just make this quick point. Like, I think it's on us, right? You know, especially as men, especially in those environments, especially when we see someone lacking like that, where we do our best to intervene as as best we can without like getting that image that you're talking about. Yeah, getting too involved. I don't want to I it's yeah I try not to get too involved. Get help, but I don't want to get too involved. Exactly. And it's one of those things where a lot of people are standing around thinking that someone else is gonna come get it, right? A lot of people are just looking at this situation go down thinking like okay, we all see it happening. Someone's gonna do something about it. But that freezes everybody up, right? If anything do something first and someone else will start to do something. That was that's what typically happens. If you start doing something first, everyone's like, oh, okay, so if it's, if he I guess it's cool. let me, <laughs> right, I guess it's cool. I guess it's fine. Yeah, like, right. think about it, like when people are all um, hosted up on the wall, right? Not dancing. And then some people just come in and start dancing, right? And then everyone's like, oh, okay, shit, I guess we starting to dance then. It either, right? takes, either takes that one really bold guy or that one really bold girl to be like, yo, I like this dude. And then she just put, picks him off like an apple off the yeah. tree, bro. That's it, right? And people become more comfortable once they realize that other people are doing the same thing. So treat that attitude of if you if you're ready to dance as soon as someone else is ready to intervene, or if you if you that bold to be the first one to dance, do the same thing when you intervening in someone you see that's in danger, bro. Hey, quick side note though to that. I'm glad Romeo brought that up because it actually made me think about something. I'll just go off it a little bit. Yeah. So I noticed, and this is something I go, I know my guys can probably agree. I noticed that the idea of 
I don't know if it's just smartphones or whatever it is in general, but I feel like when we was younger, I would say, let me say 16, I'm going to start at 16, 16 to about 18, 19. I feel like it was a lot easier to like interact with it, with, with the other person. Let's say you want to dance. It's down the third. Mm-hmm. But nowadays, from what I'm hearing with a lot of my guys that go to house parties and, and still do some of that bullshit, it's like, yo, it's like girls never want to dance. Their girls are dressed up all nice. This down the third. Be around their girls. Sit on the be around their girls. They had a table with their girls. Everybody on their phone. Everybody on their phone. It's like, why do we even come mm-hmm. here? I feel like you see a lot more of that than, as you said, the organic. Oh, like everybody dancing, man. Shit. Somebody got to break the ice. One guy steps off. He starts dancing. One guy tries to pull a girl. He starts. They start dancing. And everybody comfortable. That that I would say that dynamic is more of a dead dynamic nowadays. Because I just. To now is when I, when I, cause I, granted, I don't go into clubs like that now. I don't really go into, I don't go to house parties at all. But when I do go to clubs, it's like, you don't really see that no more. People are really to themselves. People are on their phone. It's like, why even come? I, no, I think, uh, well, you want to go at it or? No, 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 you got it. You got it. Go ahead. I, I think like the younger generation is like, so we were already, you know, we've been sexualized, you know, through music videos and stuff like that. That's, that's kind of like how I think the, at least the black man has been sexualized. But I think in, in the day and age, we, they constantly see like sexual image. I'm speaking more for like men, but I think what happens is it's like they kind of, we've kind of created a culture of pursuing through the DM and then maybe seeing them at the party. And I think what happens with, with the women, they're so like, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, retreating. They, don't know, they, don't, they don't even know how to talk to. The, the they don't even know that they don't even know. I feel like people nowadays, and I feel like maybe we could do another sh- another show on this. I feel like people nowadays, social media has really ruined organic conversations between man and woman. Because people, girl, as you just said, girls are literally sl- guys are literally sliding the DMs and talk all this this big game. Then it's time for the date, and both people are awkward as hell. Nothing gets done, and they realize, yo, I don't really like this person. But it's like, damn, you don't really like this person because you barely know much about this person and vice versa. They don't really know about themselves. You guys don't really know how to interact. Right. I mean, because you know, his intent, his intent yeah. was, you know, to sleep with her. So guys are not really. I mean, yeah, yeah, he going, he, I guess, I mean, most, most guys, though, let's be honest, most guys go off face value, though. No, I mean, that's how everybody that's goes. How everybody meets. Initially. Well, yeah. not but face value isn't necessarily seeping, but it's definitely being attracted to. The yeah, I mean, you know, attract being attracted to them. That's why I, I mean, in sense, in the sense, you don't know somebody, they catch your attention. It's off of their attraction usually. Mm-hmm. But go ahead, you were you were finishing your point. What were you saying? I mean, uh, just basically like the the constant of pursuing for the the booty. Then mm-hmm. <laughs> the, these guys, I mean, the, the, the girls know. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. I don't want to give these guys any hope. I, I think. And that's why they just stick with their girls because you know guys. Some guys can really be really weird about, it and they be very pressed. They, once I got the dance, speak on it. Go ahead, and speak on it though. I, I, I see. I, we see that. We know them guys. Yeah. So once I got the dance, I'm gonna get the number. Then once I got a number, she's a mic, a mic. You know what I'm saying? And if I don't get it tonight, I'm gonna keep. You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna keep at it. So wait. So so can I can I can I chime? Can I add another question with that? Yeah. Is that in in a way? Wouldn't that be just being persistent? Is it wrong to be persistent? Is what I'm trying to say. So yeah. how are you persistent? No, I'm. Is this another question? Yeah. How are you? I, I, yeah. I'm playing devil's advocate. I'm saying being persistent in the sense where it's like, let's say you give me that dance, 
I let's say I asked 10 girls, I, I tried to dance with 10 girls. You're the only girl that actually danced with me in that night. So I'm thinking, yo, she might be fucking with me. Whatever the case is, this down the third, you gave me a nice dance. You was dancing me for three minutes. Now let's let's not be naive, Romeo. You're dancing me for a long time. I'm saying three, four, five minutes, the whole track, maybe the next track. I'm assuming to some extent you like where this is going. Let me oh, be yeah, right. Let me let me be a righteous advocate, bro. Let me be righteous. Oh, advocate. Okay. Like so, in that, <laughs> in that example, right, where it's it's one guy has danced, you know, was trying to dance with ten girls, and then only one danced with them, and that girl danced with for a minute. That guy is gonna take that as very serious, right? Because he was already denied nine times. So it must be this one, like all these ten other girls, they not checking for me. This one checking for me, that means that she she must be feeling me. That she's on green, yeah. So she's on right. green. That that girl might not even be thinking twice about this nigga, bro. And even if it's three, four minutes, like it could be something where okay, um, maybe it was a nice dance. Maybe you know how to dance. That's key too. Do you know how to dance? Some girls just out here sticking to guys who know how to dance because some niggas don't even try. Some niggas just be literally standing there. Not even, <laughs> <laughs> yo, literally no whatsoever. Oh, oh, you know, hey, hey, damn, you, like, you grinding? What you, what you doing over there? Stay on beat. Maybe they stick with that guy, right? But other factors at play. That girl must might not be thinking about that guy twice. That's a dance. It was three or four minutes. That's our only interaction, right? But again, that guy, he's he's too in his. He's feeling himself way too much right yeah uh, is like, it, but is, is it wrong for him to to do that is what i'm trying i guess what i'm but, saying i'm saying how does he act about what's his next move because his next oh, move would be like yo sweetheart like what, what's going on what you on what you doing because my right. thing is hear me out my thing is not and not to get you off i don't i truly don't care what girls say when girls give their number out to a random uh, to a random guy whatever the case is and they say oh i just I just gave my number because he wouldn't go away. I still feel like, in a way, if you really weren't feeling that dude, you just wouldn't have gave the number. No, but what what would have been the consequence if you know he did? She she kept on saying no. A lot of times, <laughs> you won't call police every single time a niggas won't leave you alone. I mean, I mean how many times would they I mean, call a nigga who doesn't, they a nigga who doesn't get the answer? Day. No, I mean, <laughs> literally. If I, you know how many times women are like, man, I just feel uncomfortable. I'm playing devil, devil's advocate, by the way. Right, of course, of course. You know, always disclaimer, disclaimer, disclaimer. But that was yeah. I, I love, I love being the bad guy. Y'all, y'all see in other episodes. I love being a bad guy, bro. But I'm saying, like, in that instance, there's no way that a man who's probably either a foot taller than this woman, right, talking about, let me get your number, and she's not feeling him. She's not really trying to give the number. Sometimes they try to give a fake number. For me. Right, exactly. The, but for the fuck is that means, six minutes. That means six minutes. You, you dance with me for six minutes. That means nothing else. And, and, and. Well, well, I, well, I like, well, I like, well, well, I, like, I, like I like you. I like you. Okay. And so, 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 you so, shit? so again, so if I like you, some see, and, and, and this, and this is, uh, I coined this term too. Some niggas, I'm, oh, excuse my language. Some people have mm. Urkel syndrome, bro. They're persistent. And I don't yeah, think it's saying, wrong to have Urkel syndrome. No, I'm saying, how what? do you leave with it, right? So it's not, you're not listening. Urkel, you know, you know, he's you know, press for Laura. Oh, very, yeah. persistent, very, very persistent. There's but you're not listening. Persistent. No, but it's wrong because you're not even, you're not taking, if you're being persistent in this, you're going to be persistent, persistent in everything. A, a level of persistence, right? That we're not saying don't try. You can try, but listen, 
If they're saying no, they're saying no, flat out. If you're saying no and you're not listening now, what else are they going to think you're going to say you're not going to listen when they say no? That's think a long-term that's a long-term assumption. No, no, if you won't if you won't take no now, right? How am I supposed to believe you're going to take no with anything else? That's a, take long, no. that's a long-term assumption. I mean, you, you don't you not, don't really know. You're proving it you're proving it right now that you're not taking no for an answer. It's not an but, assumption. But this but this no could be one of those things where it's like, okay, Let's just say, okay, let's say I'm asking for your number, right? And you're playing hard to get maybe because your girls are, and these are real life examples, Roman. You can't even deny this. You're playing hard to get because A, your girls are around. Two, you're trying to put up a front. Three, you're messing with your ex. Four, you just really might not be interested. So I got a deep, there's, there's some truth. There's some, there's a chance for me to yeah, really. But it's more likely to be four than any of those other things. Why? I'm telling you. Why? Again, <laughs> you know I me, mean? niggas, you know I me, mean? niggas, I'm sorry. Let me not say that. You know how many people women curve a day? You know how many people a women curve in one day, right? Are you saying that they're playing hard to get with every single one of them people? No, it's more it's, all right, so Romeo, it's one thing for a girl to in a in a there's one thing for a girl in a relationship to curve somebody often, but if you're single curving people left and right, I just don't really see that happening as often as many people make it seem. No, single people, not- single, single women. Aren't curving as much as we no, think. You can be, they're, they're walking down the street. They're entering. Um, what makes you, what makes you think they're not? Right, like what's, what makes me you, think I'm not? It's because I know single women, <laughs> and and they and they tell me they're not curving. They no, tell me they're, not, not. they're saying they're not getting attention, and I know they're not unattractive. They just saying they're no, not getting they're attention. Getting, they're not getting the attention they want. That's different, right? They're getting attention. That's what I'm talking about. Uh-huh. They're walking down the street. They walking into McDonald's. They walking at the library. They're getting attention, not the attention they want, but they're getting. Jack Hall and all that. All of that. There's guys out here. Literally, if if you walk into the, uh, if you walk in front of me, I'm calling out for you. That's it. That's how some guys think. Period. If I think you're attractive, I'm calling after you. I don't care what it is. I don't care who you are. I'm calling. I'm letting you know right now, baby girl. I'm letting you know right now. You know I want you. You know That's what? It. We're at that 50 minute mark. I like this conversation. I definitely feel like we should probably do another topic or another segment on, I don't know, it could be catcalling or something. But I like this because I feel like it would be really nice to get other input too. Because I hear what you guys are saying, but if we're being completely honest, and I would, and I would love, I'm going to, as a matter of fact, I'm going to tell, I'm going to ask some girls to join this particular show to tell you. A lot of these girls say that, that nonsense, like, oh yeah, I mean, God, I mean, we're, what you guys are saying is true. The attention that they that they don't want, that's the attention that they're obviously curving this, that, and third. But let's talk about on the flip side about the ones not really getting attention from decent dudes. Cause I don't think decent dudes, decent dudes, they're not going to just curve up 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 and down the street. If the, the homeless nigga who, who the homeless guy who who's saying, Hey, what's what's good, ma? Obviously, you're gonna curve that dude. Come on, bro. We all would. No, but we all know guys who literally would would, would holler after any woman they see, bro. They don't care who it is. Right. Yeah, but, okay. but, but, but I'm but I'm speaking in the sense of, of the, the the decent brother. So I'm thinking about the sense. It's like okay, the the brother who was at the club, uh, got to dance with the one girl. Mm. I'm not thinking he's one of those dudes you're describing. I'm thinking he's just an average dude who's just who just might be really persistent. Those type of guys exist, which I feel like we're ignoring. No, but I'm saying uh, you're right, right? You're right that there's guys out here who honestly are trying. I think there's different distant dudes. Like it's like, oh, she's fine as hell. I'm, I'm a, I'm a. I don't care what y'all say. I'm right. fine. Right, but you know what? Decent dude, the decent dudes also recognize they take their shot, they might miss. Right, they mm-hmm. take their shot, they might miss. So you gotta accept that you. What miss if I took your- a bad? So what if I took a bad shot? 
then that's on you. That's not on them. And and let's be honest. So and and I and I and I and I and I and I and I'm glad you saw it. That's on me, right? I took a bad shot. Maybe I asked for her number in the wrong place, wrong time, because her girls were around. She was probably nervous. She probably felt some type of way. Let me just ask her on the on the solo or be like, yo, can I just pull you aside? There's so many different ways to ask for something, right or wrong. Yes, but I'm saying it's down to what you said before. Like, there's a reason why these guys don't know how to talk to women. There's a reason for it, right? There's a lack of, of practice, organic communication. There's a place and a time, like you're saying, for everything. So if if you want to shoot your shot, right, and you say, hey, um, hey, I actually think you're really attractive, whatever, whatever, whatever your shot is. Whatever it might game. work a little better, right? Right. But if you, it depends on what you say, how you approach the fact that you coming out here looking like you pressed because some people, some guys, they don't even know how okay, they look like. So. <laughs> you know what I'm saying like you, you dancing with this girl, looking right like you, you look like you about to bust a nut right after that I, dance. Bro. All right, I, I hear that. I'm, speak, I'm right. speaking, I'm speaking in the sense of the decent dude, bruh. I'm talking so, about man, an average dude. I remember, I remember, I tried to shoot my shot on one person, but because she was on social media, it was so hard to transition it into like. Like reality, like 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 meet up with the person because they don't know. And like I didn't meet the person like at the library and like that, so it was hard to like find a place and time, or even like you know Facetime the person because it's like when you try to like try to holler at somebody on social media, you gotta be very persistent. But it can be difficult because you're on a platform, and you can't. It's hard to bring somebody. You don't want to look. You don't want to look thirsty. We see. We yeah. see we see girls screenshotting guys, you know, in the DMs. Yo, what's good, ma? What's up, ma? Can I take you out just down the third? But that, that part, that is obviously a guy who's we, we can honestly say who is thirsting, right? We can say that guy is thirsting. But I've also right. seen DMs where it's like guy will come in as you to you raise example will come in very humbly say, hey, I think you're attractive. I like the pictures you're posting. This down the third, and he'll still get put on blast. But it's like, yo, that's true. It'll be it'll be like yo, he came at you all types of he he could have said he could have had the yo, what's good, my approach the first time. What that mouth do? It didn't it what, what that mouth do? He could have had that approach the first time, it didn't work. Then he was like, You look, I'm sorry, I, I just really think you're attractive. Came with the more humble approach and still mm -hmm. get curved. So that's why I'm saying when guys say you just to, to to what you said about shooting your shot, I feel like guys should be persistent and consistent shooting shots. And with multiple different approaches, because girls, if we're talking in the sense of women, women respond to many different ways of communication. That, hey, what that mouth do? She might be attracted to that. Who knows? It might work. But also that, that yo, like, I just think you're really attractive. I think I'd just like to take you out maybe to the Starbucks. Just some low-key, like, we can get a drink. Just something small. Be like, I know we don't really know each other. Maybe we can, I don't know, get to know each other. Whatever the case is, people respond to different forms of communication. And that's why I'm saying for the guy who's just like, oh, shoot your shot. I'm saying go shoot a, a hundred times. Shoot, shoot into the point where she literally verbally says, yo, I have a man. Yo, this is not going to work. Yo, I'm still fucking around with my ex or et cetera. You know what I'm saying? Let me get that response first so I know to stop. Because until then, I'm going to keep shooting. But if you just curb me and not say anything, I'm going to assume you're you're just, you just haven't heard, I haven't sweet talked to the right way. That's how I'm going to see it. Well, I would say, you know, going back to before you run, for men, especially young men, take the entitlement out of your vocabulary because you don't own these women. So don't go under the impression I'm about to get her. Like if it don't work out, it don't work out. On to the next. But, but let it but 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 to that same note, 
let it be known that at least that happened because bro i'll be honest with you you don't own those women but at the same time i i don't really like the phrase uh no response is a response because to me <laughs> damn where romeo go all right to me no response depending on your approach especially if you, especially if you come cordially and you come respectfully no response is kind of like I mean, I guess you still have your answer. I guess you still have your answer if you don't get that response. But if you come cordially, you come respectfully, and somebody just curves you or curses you out, you have your. I feel like you have your answer there. You know what I'm saying? Right. You're not the right person to deal with. But if yeah. you come respectful, bro, and and because I'm I do a lot more in the business world. If you come respectful and somebody was just to ignore you, but you see them doing X Y Z in the third, I feel like you get a response too. But if they're just like ghost, then I don't know. Just try shoot them out again. It's like it's like a. It's like when you uh when you apply for a job and you're and you're just trying to hear it back and the, and you haven't heard back from them. you're gonna keep reaching out right to get that job. Mm-hmm. You want to hear a response. You want to hear some people want to hear a response first before they uh they stop trying. It could be a dream job. You never know. Mm-hmm. But the response is no. Not necessarily, bro. Because I know. Look, to give you an example, I apply. I remember this is way way back. I applied for a job, and they literally um. I applied, I reached out two more times and they literally replied back to me like eight months later saying if I wanted the job. But that doesn't, ha- no, nah, that's not, that, that example, yeah. I think a better analogy though know, is she's playing hard to get. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's, what, I, that's what I meant. That's, I mean, okay, okay. Was like that job didn't necessarily need me, but they called me at that time. So with that, if we're going to con- connect that, that idea to women, boy, boy and girl, it's mm. like I reached out to her a couple of times and I'm just trying to see what it is. And maybe she's check she's maybe she's checking me out from afar, whatever the case is. And to Romeo's, I mean to Yure's uh words, she's just playing hard to get. Cause I truly and humbly feel in today's day and age, I know a lot of single girls, bro. A lot of these girls play a very hard to get. Very hard that, to get for no but is that the ma- but is that the majority though? Because I again I can tell that you is ten. a reason. I can tell you right? turn off back. But again, is that the majority? You know what I mean? Women out here. Ten, come on, bro. That's I'm saying. saying. Come no, on, man. Come on, don't be not a lot. Romeo, don't be naive. You know a lot nah. of girls. Now, I can ask Melinda, Melinda right now. She has friends. I what, what I is let's, let's define. Let's define what what is hard to get mean because maybe I'm not understanding. What is playing hard to get? Playing mean? hard. Playing hard to get is you want to see. You want to kind of get the the a bang. I guess a bang for your buck. So girls quote unquote, don't like to settle. Let's just use the word in terms of settling. Girls don't like to settle. So if they know a guy is coming, if they know a guy is approaching them or wants to talk to them who has high value and he's high and he's highly and he's highly liked, let's say he's liked by a lot of different people, they're going off of it off the back. A lot of them are going off the back because they know think about it. This is this a guy think about the the, the the basketball star. If the basketball star was the, the basketball star of the high school, if he was a slide in one of these 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 regular girls DMs, she gonna respond like this, right? Right? I wouldn't. That's again. different though. He got status. Status, right? Okay, so can I'm, and I'm connecting that to the average dude. The average so dude. Uh, I understand. Yes, I understand. Go keep going. I'm connecting that to the average dude. The average dude is like a wild card. You might have heard of him through the grapevine. You might have not heard too much about him, but you can kind of see through the credentials of, I guess, what he's done. You know, going through pictures, seeing the type of his friend group. Those type of things. That's what if we're going if we're going strictly off the social media example. Let's say we never met in person. How else would you find out about me? You're gonna go through my photos to see how cute I am, how I look. You're gonna look at my friend group. 
right? This, Romy, this is just this is your. I'm going because Romy, the social media world is a whole different world. No, so if like, you got to break down piece by piece because you know I don't. Okay, know. so let me. All uh, right, uh, uh, let me give you an example. A guy, uh, let's say a girl is interested, or let's say you shoot your shot at a girl, right? And she's and she and she takes some takes some time for her to get back to you. Nine times out of ten, and I've heard this from other other girls. I'm just using I'm using this as a reference. You can even ask Missy; she'll she'll she can uh, verify some of this for you. They're going through the media. They're going through their photos to see how you look. They're going through the friend group to see if you're the most uh, attractive friend. You know what you got going for you. This down the third. They're going through your likes to see if, if and I'm, I'm using IG, an IG and IG slash Twitter example. They're going through the likes to seeing if you're a likable person. If people like what you're doing. This down the third. They're looking at the comments to see, make sure you're not a robot. This down the third. And they're also looking for very particular people inside maybe the comments or friends that maybe they know they don't really like, or maybe it, it could be anything. Or maybe it could be like, oh, maybe a potential girlfriend that you're still dealing with, potential an ex, because nobody, no female wants to be a second option, right? Mm. They're going through all that. And then after that, after they've done all their investigation work, then they'll probably respond back to you, bro, based off of that alone. That's fine, but what does that have to do with um, being playing hard to get? What's what does that have to do with that? Because He's like, saying, I think you're saying like they go through this. Yeah, like, the background you went, check. You went, all this work, you went through all this work just to say what's up back, right? Instead of me just instead of just taking a chance saying yo like what's what's good, it's like I, it's I'm, like it's like Romy. It's like if I text you right now, right? If I text you right now, you're gonna text me back. I just text you what's up. You're gonna text me back what's up a minute later. That's cool, right? Mm. You're, this girl that I really don't, and that's because we're cool. This girl who I don't really know, I'm gonna text her what's up, and she'll text me back the next day after she's done all. And, and this is a random girl, she'll text me back the next day after she's done all this detective work to see if I'm really worth a damn. But is it also because like there's also a, a, a element of safety, right? They got to see who the fuck they're messing with, man, because they wouldn't. They wouldn't they're they, not trying they, to be safe. They, would, they wouldn't do that. They wouldn't, they wouldn't do that safety thing with uh with Tyrone on the basketball team, bro. No, I'm saying at the same time, as you get older, I think that priorities change. Yes, I think you know, being younger, being 21, 22, you you kind of jump in, you dive in for whoever you think has power, has status. But as you grow older, like I think it's become a norm now. Because you don't know who this nigga is. You don't know. I mean, you don't know this man, right? You don't know this man. Flat out, you don't know him. So, of course, you're going to try to see. If you do a quick Google, Google search and say um, he comes up in a criminal search, you're not, you you don't think that Google search is worth okay, it? Well, okay, well, okay. That's, that's a different example. No, it's, okay. what, it's literally you Google. Because you're talking about they doing their research, right? You, is that not research? I'm thinking about, I'm thinking about your app. If we're talking about I'm 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 in Maryland, you're all the way in California. Mm. Do your research. I'm I I get do your research. You really don't know me. Whatever the case is, if I wanted to link up, meet meet X Y Z in the third, you don't know me. I get that. I'm talking like mutual. We have a lot of mutual friends. This is becoming a very specific example, bro. I know, but but this but bro, this is a lot of people that I know, boys and girls in this in this bubble. So it's not like. I'm pulling this out of my ass. I'm no, no, no. I'm saying I'm, like, I, it's it, it. I'm trying to understand where you come from. So okay. as you keep on so, adding factors, it becomes okay. more and more. So of the, a, the example you're saying about the safety that apply that literally applies to everybody, like to an right. extent that applies to everybody. I, I can't deny that. You always want to be safe. It. I think it's way more important for that safety aspect when you're talking about different states. This down the third, no mutual friends. Again, I'm going off Instagram, Twitter credentials, like. 
You mm. had you see mutual friends, even Facebook. Could you use Facebook to an extent? Even Facebook, mutual friends. So it's like, okay, I have a lot. Let's say we're both in Maryland, we're both in Silver Spring. We both went to we went, I went to Springbrook, you went to Blake, whatever the case is. We have mm. a handful of mutual friends. And even to this very day and age, I went to UMD, you may have went to Towson, you may have went to UM, UMBC. We still got a lot of mutual friends, right? That's what I'm saying where the whole safety aspect, although it's important, I don't think they're going strictly off the safety aspect off that alone. Now they're going to they're going to do what I, I told you. They're going to check the friend group. To see no, they- it's combined. It's all one. It's not like you do those two separate search. It's one search, right? So, of course, you, you check off, like, do I even want to interact with this do guy? I even, yeah, it's obviously, is this, guy, is this guy attractive enough for me to even reply? To even right. it, him it, enough? I think it's all one. That's what I'm saying. But I'm saying I don't think it's based off of one thing. Of course, like, you want to know whether or not this person is worth your time. That's what you said, right? You want to know whether or not this person is worth your time. Mm-hmm. That's valid, of course. And, of course, it's going to be based off the things you were saying. I'm just saying that there's other elements to that as well. It's not just, just is this person worth your time? Of course, is this person – do I even feel like I can go out with this person by myself, bro? Because, again, it's it's not uncommon. It's not – it's actually really common for a, a woman to say, yeah, let, you, let's go out, and that, that, that drunk goes south, completely south, where it's like yeah, – it happens, it happens a lot. That's very common. Yeah. It goes completely southward. Now this person, they feel threatened. They feel like, you know, they got to call somebody to, to give them an excuse to leave because if they continue to stay there, they feel unsafe, right? And, of course, it could be like a bad date, whatever, whatever. But I'm just saying, like, it's all one search, I feel like. I don't think it's separate searches where, oh, um, I'm trying to figure out if I'm safe and if I like this guy. It's like, let me figure out if I can even meet this guy without feeling like, you know, I might be in danger. And let me see if I actually want to meet this guy. So it's like, are you saying that guys don't? go through the photos look before they even send that dm i think that they go through the photos too before they even said that um what's up right what's up tech i don't think i don't think guys are going i don't think guys are really checking for their safety as their priority no i'm not saying safety because guys don't need to check for safety because they're not as in much danger as women are of course not yeah you're right you're right they're not but guys but guys don't play hard to get I don't. I disagree with that. How sure. do guys play hard to get? Are you serious? You, you tell guys, me yeah. guys definitely play hard to get. Of course, yeah. if it's something where a woman feels explain. too eager, please explain, fellas. No, if a, if they feel like a woman's too eager, if they feel like a woman's, you know, constantly checking on them, a woman's like, you know, constantly asking what they're doing and can we go out? Da da da. You went out with a woman one time, right? And then you weren't feeling her, but you didn't say that to her. But now they keep on asking you, da da da, and you don't respond. You put you. That's the same, essentially what you, that woman was doing that you were talking about. So that's playing hard to get. If you're not breaking out to this woman that you're not interested, and this woman keeps on hitting you up, chasing after you, keeps on asking what you're doing, keeps on asking where we're going out again. You playing hard to get. Now, flat out. Many, now in your lifetime, how many girl, in your lifetime, how many girls do you know do the chasing? Because I would say this. I would say this humbly and honestly. The moment, the moment you're a woman and you're chasing a man way more than he's chasing you, and he's not even your man, you've lost. You've lost. I, I didn't realize that though. You, but, 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 but that, but I mean that, that you, you, you literally learn that because a woman initially is never supposed to chase a man. A woman's supposed to show interest, but it's not the right. I, I don't care. Nobody says it's not the right thing for a woman to want to chase eagerly chase a man that she knows nothing about. All right wants to know more like a guy has to show some initially i feel like a guy has to show some type of interest in being in this woman otherwise you know from the jump this is probably not going to work the way you want right but i'm saying the instances where you go out with this woman one time 
you're not feeling her, but you're not telling her that, and then you disappear, right? Yeah, and, and you now know, they, they and, hit you up, and you ghost, and you and you're pretty much saying you ghost now, right? Right, and then you hit they hit you up several texts, so they are essentially chasing you, but it's because you you're not giving them a response. And they are and chasing I, you. I think I don't know if you were here at the time, but I literally I think I I said it to you. I was like, in that in that very instance, a uh, no response is in no response after that second date. It was a, it was a response. No, nah, I think that applies. Cool I think that applies to anybody. I think no, that's a, no, but I'm saying that's a weak response. Why would you? Why would you, bro? Why would you feel like that's an adequate response? You could say like, "Hey, yo, I mean, I, I know it's hard. I, I don't feel that way, but bro, no, that, a lot of average guys that we're talking, we're talking about average guys. Yeah, a lot of average guys, right? I've done it myself. I'm not gonna act, you know, high and mighty and saying I haven't done so many things that I, we're talking about right now. I've done it myself when I wasn't interested in somebody. I just stopped texting them. They text me. Through. Yeah, we we've they all text. done it before. Yeah, but I'm not saying it's right. I'm I'm trying to change. I'm trying to. We talk about the next generation. We talk about the generation coming up. I'm I'm trying to educate. Like that was a mistake on my part, right? I should have made it clear to this person that I was no longer interested in going out with them, being with them, whatever, whatever. I'm out here. I'm yeah. The reason I'm saying saying this right now is because that's why a lot of women, quote unquote, chase men. That's a good portion of it. Of like these men are just not responding to it. Right. So they, they don't know where, where they, they land or where they fall with these men anyway. So it would be different if I'm like, yo, um, to be honest with you, you know, that first day was cool, but I'm not really trying to look for a second date. You're nice. But, you know, I don't think this is going to work. And then if they continue to text me after that, then they not listen to what I'm saying. But if I ghost them, like I've ghosted people in the past where it's literally just like going out with one day with them or, you know, we have this conversation, we talking, quote unquote, whatever, whatever. And then I just stop responding and they send me like three or four texts. Right then they're quote unquote chasing me, but it's because I'm not giving them an answer. Right. So the, oh, a lot of women do quote unquote chase in that regard, but it's not because I mean you know you they, really, would you really call the text the text the, the text battle a chase? I mean wouldn't you consider I'd consider a chase as to like trying to get a response out of somebody who's not interacting with you. That's what a chase is. I think I would I wouldn't necessarily say a response. I would say more I'm more inclined towards action. So let's say you're talking about getting a, a certain response. I'm talking like chasing the sense where it's like, let's say, let's flip the script and say it's a guy. Let's say me and the guy, I'm the guy and, I'm, and there's a girl and I take the girl out and then I'm trying to get her to respond back to me. And I'm like, yo, uh, I got tickets to the, the Nets game. You want to come with me? Yo, I've been trying to get in contact with you. I'm, it's, it's like me. I'm trying to actively make moves. This, then, the third, you're blowing me off. This, then, I, I see the blow offs as a chase. The no response is not a chase to me. Wait, wait, what? So that's is that and, not the same that, thing? That's because no, because the way I'm saying it is like you're saying no response. No response to me is end of action. No action being done. It's one way to one way conversation, right? No response is one way conversation, correct? Yeah, but that's blowing them off at the same. Like you blowing them off, blowing them off. I feel like Lee, there's hope. So it's like, let's say I make moves with the girl, and it's like, yo, I'll go out with you. Nah, I can't do it. Oh, I'll do this with you. Nah, I can't do it. That I think is blowing up, and that to me seems more like a chase. Like it's like I'm really trying to, I'm eagerly getting to you. I'm getting close, but then you push me back. I'm getting close, and then you push me back. You're giving me hope, you push me back. I'm seeing no. that as a chase. If you're just saying, I'm, I'm texting you and you're not replying back to me, I just see I'm running, I'm running into that's a dead end. I can't even get past, I can't even get to stage two. Okay, so answer me this if a person tells you no, I can't make that thing you set up for us three times in a row, right? Three times in a row. You set up things for both of you guys to do. You've taken the time to you put in your effort, money, whatever, 
to make sure that you thought about this person and you want you to and they continuously tell you no. Right. But that that tells you to keep trying. Versus no, OK, let me paint it out. Let me paint it out for you. I'm going to paint it out for you so you get it. I'm going to use your I'm going to use your situation first. I'm the guy and you're the girl for this example. We go on that first date. After that first date, you're not replying back to me at all. Right? You're not saying mm -hmm. nothing to me, but I'm actively let's I'm like, "Yo, hello? 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 You you good? Did you like the date? I'm texting you back. You're not saying anything to me. Nothing at all." This is stage 1. Right, <laughs> literally oh, stage stages. One. Okay, I didn't know there were stages. Go ahead, go ahead. Stage one. I can't. It means at this point, I'm literally at a at a at a blockade with you. I can't get through you because you're not you're not even giving me the opportunity to to say something back. Right. So that's not that's not to me. That is personally not playing hard to get, bro. Because that's I didn't the hardest to get. You can't not, get them. How no, harder can you be? But it's no, because when I think of playing hard to get, there's games. You're not giving me any games. I've literally lost this battle. So the other example is we go on this date, right? And then by the vibes of the date, I'm feeling like maybe you didn't really enjoy yourself, but you're still talking to me. So I'm like, yo, I really enjoyed my time. This down the third. You're texting back slow. I'm like, it's been a week. And I'm like, yo, do you, I got the ticket to the next game. Do you want to go? And you text me back, yeah, like, yeah, I'll go. The day of the next game comes around and you blow me off. You see what I'm saying? You gave me hope and then you blowed me off. And then you take another week to text me back. Oh, I'm sorry. This, that, and the third. I know I didn't mean to blow you off. We could probably do something later, right? And then I try to set up something later. I try to set up something later with you. And you, then you say you're going to go and then you blow me off again. You see how I get, I get, it's just like I'm at stage one, I get to stage two, then you put me back at stage one, then I get to stage one, two again with you, then you put me back there because it's like I'm not getting anywhere. So it's a but little water. That is playing hard again. Look at the hoops that I went through. But, but okay, I'm gonna let you, Ray, go. But just to finish this, they're both terrible situations, both terrible. Right, because I don't know what's worse to be honest with you, not to hear back. The second and, one, and, bro, the second one is worst. You Which know why? Yours? My, yours? my situation, the second scenario is worse. And the reason why I say the second scenario is worse is because time is the most important value, is the, the most important aspect to hear. If you didn't text me back with an, after that second date, after the third or fourth date, I should have just took the hint. Yo, she's not fucking with me. The second scenario, but, you wasted three weeks <laughs> and we got nowhere. Right. But I'm saying you're, I'm, you're right. I'm going to let you go after this one line. You said that. Right. Is it wrong to be persistent? Right. And you're, you're giving a, a, a scenario in which the person tells you yes and then change their mind. Right. But you're not even thinking why as to why they would change their mind. You're like, OK, well, we'll just go next week. If you just sat down and thought like, all right, this person doesn't even think of me as a priority. Right. Because not only did they say yes and change their mind, they changed their mind the last minute. Right. And of course, this circumstance, we're not talking about like extenuating circumstances where, you know, an emergency happens or she misscheduled or whatever. We're talking about someone who's laying in their bed. Right. Yeah. And was like, man, I don't I don't want to go out with him. Forget it. And then um, says but, no. So so to, to that very to that very example, I think what you're failing to realize is that a lot of guys 
go off of false hope. You ready? But you that's know their problem. Talking. That's their issue. But that's a lot. But the bro, that's your average guy. A lot of average guys go off of false hope. All right, that's that's on them. But it doesn't it doesn't mean that you know you can blame. Like if you are the one who continues to push yourself, she's not putting you through this. I think many guys think they're being put through this. That she's not putting you through this. In a, Why are you investing in, that much time, in, bro? But Romeo, in a way, you never really know, bro. No, but you do know the you first know, time. Bro, some guys first, don't know, and 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 only reason why I say some guys know know because best case scenario is after week three when she blew you off, she'll probably maybe she'll feel some type of way like you know what. I'll give it another chance. Maybe it wasn't right. And then she'll be like, all right, let's go on this X, Y, Z in the third. So then you might get that second date. It happens. So all in all, (laughs) considering what y'all both said, because y'all know y'all can go at it back and forth, like like a boxing match. Let's bring it all together. What's the move, right? You know, guys learning how to pursue women and learning what works and what doesn't work and vice versa for women too, right? So... What are the tips you guys could give for things that they need to avoid and things that they should do so they can make themselves more marketable to the opposite sex or same sex? You have to. Sorry, real quick, real quick, and thank you, you right to try to to wind this down because you're right. You have you have to ring the bell. If you don't ring the bell, we're gonna be out here for. Now nah, nah, I was I was gonna I was gonna stop it and say we should we I, I told you guys before we start I said I, we should probably cut that this part into another thing. Right, we can. That's fine. That's completely fine. But we do have to like um either because I don't like it, again. It's one of those conversations where I don't even know how we got here. I don't know how we got from talking about moves. I mean, of course, you start talking about women in moves, and of course, if we start by talking about women's rap, I mean, nah, it, 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 it plays into the topic because we, it was about you know your your your, your encounters, your experience. Yes, of course. So based off the people's experiences, right? And let's just end it with this. Let's just close out with this. What are the recommendations, right? And I think that's what Yuri was saying. Like, what are the recommendations we can give? And and we only only speaking from the guy's perspective. Right. That's all we can speak from. We can never. Yeah. I I mean, we can we can speak from a general perspective as people as well, but we cannot we cannot speak as as. A As woman's a, perspective. A woman. So, like, take that with a grain of salt. We talk Fact. about this from a, a place of privilege where we can go out and not worry about, you know, being chased after or kidnapped <laughs> and that. So, right. when we were making moves as guys, I don't think we ever thought, like, we can't walk to our car by ourselves. Yeah, I can't walk to my car by myself. I never right. really have those thoughts. Mm-hmm. Exactly. By God's, so, grace. by God's grace, I never really have those thoughts. Exactly. So, I, in that regard, when we make these recommendations, we're talking from that perspective. But um yeah, so just so what are y'all's recommendations for especially now in quarantine, right? Where it's a different a different space. I, I really believe if we weren't in quarantine, we could try to find some um some time to actually link up and have one of these uh episodes in the same space, right? Where we just oh, yeah, record be cool. space. Well, I, but, I do mm-hmm. I I really thought that during quarantine people would have been hoeing less, but it seemed like it's more. It turned up, bro. What? It's, it turned it's up. interesting. Again, people got, people got time, bro. Think about you, Ray. Think about this, bro. And I know I don't want to sound rude, but it's it's actually true. When people have a lot more time, what do they usually do? And a lot more time in their home. What do they usually do? Have sex. That's funny because it's like overall, I mean, from self-reports. And you got to take self-reports with a grain of salt as well. 
But people are reporting having less babies and less sex during quarantine because of the mental strain that it takes, right? A lot of people are going through a lot of different, and we're going to definitely gonna have a mental health episode and how you really? can keep it. Really? I want, yeah. I want no, to but say, I'm saying it takes nine months to make a kid, bro. So quarantine started. Let's just see how many babies. But they would be pregnant. They would be fi- like, all right, so so give them a I've month. I've been seeing right? a lot of people turn up pregnant. No, that's true. But I'm saying overall, my, my, what my I'm brother. talking about. Is I'm sure in, in in Instagram in certain circles when you you look at the people that you your your feed and everything like that in certain yeah. communities things are different right but I'm talking about overall I'm talking about at, at, in America as things go on it, in your community and outside of community overall I'm sure things are different within our own communities and they're not digging the reports on our communities and who we know but um I'm saying overall people are feeling the mental strain of being inside all day not being able to talk not being able to socialize and I think that's uh like what you was trying to say like there's a reason why people out here and and risking it all risking it all just to just to be around somebody just to feel somebody just to do something with someone cuz they they going they're going stir crazy they're going they have that cabin fever in the house where they feel like they can't do anything so it's it yeah. gets hard to be on Zoom all day it gets hard to yeah. especially Hell yeah, bro. It gets hard to sit on a damn chair all damn day talking to virtual people. So, yeah. No, well, I, I didn't necessarily give a recommendation, but I'm, I'm going to say that before you try to go seek on, you know, other ventures with other people, then if you're not right in the head, like mentally, you know, mm-hmm. mental health and all that, make sure you take care of yourself because it's a perfect time to do so. And don't, don't actually try to pro- project your energy on somebody else when you're not right because that just leads to a host of, of trouble. Everybody in situationships and entanglements and all this other craziness. So mm. take care of yourself first before you. My 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 only take for this episode, guys, and I'll be truly honest with you, just value your time a little bit more in the sense where it comes to whether it's your, with your guys and whether it's with your girls, I feel like in in your in your years, as we I think as we all mutually agree that eighteen to twenty two year old year gap, enjoy the time while you have when you're still in uh, late high school, early college. Enjoy the time that you have with your friends. Try to make use of it because when you hit that 23, 24, 25 mark, where you still gotta work, whatever the case is, mm-hmm. you're just not gonna see them as much, man. You just not. <laughs> It's true. Mm-hmm. It's not. It's true. And value your time when it comes to women too, because as as the example I was trying to tell y'all. Women, some some girls will really throw you in in a in a endless mind game loop that you truly don't really think you're in. But sometimes you just gotta step back and be like, "Yo, I'm worth more than this. I don't really like it that much, sweetheart, as it is anyway. So I'm gonna step off." When you play it like that, bro, I feel like as a gentleman, just a, a quick gentleman's rule. As a gentleman, you always put your best foot forward at first. Do what you got to do that's right. But once things start getting a little iffy and, and you see like the actions aren't really reciprocated and it shows to Romeo's, to Romeo's uh, words, it shows like she's not, she doesn't really care about you this down the third, just fall back. Do your own thing. Because at the end of the day, you got you to gotta wake up to you. You are valuable. If you you truly have to, in yourself, in your, in your whole heart, you have to feel like you're a valuable individual. If you see yourself as valuable, other people will see you as valuable. So you have to kind of have to carry yourself as that. Hmm. Yeah, this um, my parting uh, recommendation as far as like definitely going off what both of y'all said, like, I think it's important to value the time with the people you're around now. I know all of us have been reminded by that, by having to like basically 
limit the time we can spend each with each other anyway and limit the amount of people around now right back when we could hang out with anyone anywhere anytime we took that stuff for granted i'll, I'll be I took it for granted myself, where I never had to think that if I'm going to a function, how many people are at that function? And depending on how many people are at that function is whether I go or I don't go, right? Mm -hmm. And it used to be, yeah, we went to house parties, them joints, they didn't, they didn't care about a limit at the house party. Can you imagine? Bro, limit, limit, about, even, limits weren't even a thing, bro. But now everyone has to think, like, is it ten, if it's 10, 15, 20 people, how dangerous is that for me and the people around me, right? right. So I, even if I don't care, if I'm out here living my best life and, you know, COVID-19 doesn't exist to me, what about your folks? What about the your siblings? What about, you know, the people around you might be more vulnerable to, to what's going on? And um, lastly, just to speak on the point that me and Uche were talking about, like, for a lot of guys, you just got to put your ego aside, right? Sometimes it's not that deep. It's not that serious. Sometimes, a no, like, if she says no, it's not the end of the world. I think a lot of men haven't, been able to learn how to deal with rejection, right? At all, right? <laughs> it, it, it's one of those things where it, it, they take it as a personal attack if you say no, right? Where it's like, what's wrong, what's wrong with me? How, how dare you say no? Right, you, you know, I took my, I took the time to walk out here and ask you a question. You gonna treat me like this? It's not mm -hmm. that. Deep. Put your pride aside. Put your ego aside. There's plenty of women out here. Plenty, but, but, but not for everybody. But don't openly be disrespectful. Right. I mean, I mean for anybody in terms of like, don't let her curse you out, talk to you anyhow. You have to, you can humbly, you don't have to touch her. Just be humbly like, yo, look, I came with you respect. You didn't have to treat me like that. All right. And just leave right. it. Like that. That's you both can, you can check. You can check them. Now, a lot of guys get physical, shout, cursing them out, shower match. You don't got to do none of the shower match. Just humbly tell them, yo, look, I came with you with number respect. You didn't have to talk to me like that. I was trying to give you a compliment. But now I feel like you're not even worth my time. It'll make them feel a lot worse knowing that you was just coming as genuine, just trying to say, yo, like you look good, whatever the case is. It'll make them feel a lot worse knowing that you just was coming in just being nice, but they just fucked that up. I mean, like you said before, put your gentleman foot forward, right? At the end of the day, don't let them take you out your element, right? And it's not it's not a battle. I don't see it as a battle. I don't see it as a purpose at the end of the day. It's one of the things where you approach it as like, all right, either this gonna work, it's not gonna work. But at the end of the day, I'm straight. I'm me. If you if yourself, you don't gotta worry about anyone else. If you just stay true to yourself. And a lot of people have issues. And um, I think social media is a big factor. And I'm, let me wrap this up because I, I know I'm taking a second. But um, social media is a big factor of how we view ourselves and how you know this idea and image of ourselves and. Oh, you know, how, what are other people gonna think if they think I'm out here looking weak, right? Where a woman's out here, you know, denying my advances, X, Y, Z. Just, just take that thing out of it. Like at the end of the day, these things don't, are, are it's small, or it's small. That's, that's my takeaway. But yeah, this, um, try to figure out what you can do in your area that keeps you and your people safe. Or you could be volunteering your time somewhere. It could be just, um, Zoom calls, you know, just do a little thing from time to time to make sure that you, you get to connect with the people you care about. Indeed. Anyway, fellas and ladies and gentlemen, thanks for tuning in. Uh, Uche is the name. Uh, Twitter, Twitter IG handles the boy underscore Uche. Follow me. Do what you got to do. It's your boy U Ray Elevated Forty Seven Miles. The IG handle, or you can catch me at the RU symbol as well. Name's Romeo. I ain't got, I ain't got social media for anything, but you know what? Um, we're going to roll out the, the podcast handles uh, as soon as we get them organized. You guys going to be seeing plenty of contact from the po podcast handles. I believe it's at BYR Podcast on Twitter and Instagram. So definitely going to hit you guys up soon.
All right, y'all. Hey, signing out. Thanks for tuning in on this episode. We got something good for you next week. Stay tuned.